This is retired head football coach from Giles High School, Steve Ragsdale, and welcome to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Man, I tell you. That is mid-season form right there, buddy. (laughs) The only problem is it's the end of the year, Coach. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) We get you, Coach. We know what you're trying to tell us. Wow, good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. Man, we had some crazy games last night. I know mine was crazy. I think I just got in. (laughs) I was about to say, what time did you get home last night? (laughs) I just walked in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My game went five overtimes in the rain. Uh, Taswell over Fort Chiswell, 34-28. But, man, it was a great game. I mean, it was really uh, something to watch. Those kids didn't back down at all. There was no... Right, no give up. No give up at all. And, uh, I mean, it was... was, You hated to see somebody lose it. Well, that's the thing. What What do you say to your kids when you go into the locker room and you're the team that lost? You know, what do you say to these kids? Well, you didn't give me everything you had because you did give you everything you had. Right. You went five overtimes. Right. That's, you know, that's unbelievable. That's unheard of these days. Is that a record here in the state? Or I don't know, but I mean, how sore are they today? Yes. Because the, yeah. these were not, I mean, this was bull on bull tackling to right. the end. Sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, they were trying to run it up the middle. They were trying to, you know, there was uh, actually... Four times in a row, I think, the overtimes uh, were stopped by interceptions. Okay. So they would run it, and then they would try to throw it. And they'd run it, and then they'd try to throw it. And uh, four great plays to stop, you know, the other team with interceptions. Yeah, and this game was? 34-28? No, no, the teams. Oh, Taswell and Fort Chiswell. There you go. You know, just make sure people know who the two teams were. Absolutely. Taswell got them 34-28. Yeah. It was at uh, the fort there. They call it the fort, Fort Chiswell. And now, what a great place to watch a game, too. Oh, I'm sure. You got to see a lot of it last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's my second home, Coach. (laughs) Put put a cot up there. You're going to be there for a little while. Well, how about Glenboro? Let me tell you. Winning it over Radford... On a freshman quarterback's touchdown toss in the last second. Let's give some credit to Eli Taylor. This this young man came in when Walt got hurt. And from I think Coach Clifford said it's a neck injury. I know I haven't heard anything. He walked off the field. Yeah. But they said it was a neck injury. I haven't heard anything today. And, you know, we might uh, shoot a text to Coach Clifford or something just to ask, you know, how he is. He did walk off the field. It looked like everything was all right. But I think he landed funny. Yeah. And, and But, no, when he, you know, when Eli Taylor came in, and a lot of people were like, oh, this freshman came in. you got to remember, the game versus, I think it was Martinsville. Martinsville. Yeah. He, he started against Martinsville. And he's starting to follow the you know the Clifford program here to where, you know, you come in and you're running, you know, Clifford's program. Right. So this is a kid that's familiar with it. He's used to it. He is a freshman. 
And it helps to, to have the receivers that he has, you know, to throw that ball up into the end zone like he did on that last second play, and that young man come down with it. So, he, this, yeah, but Eli did a good job last night. Well, Shots you know, Walk, Walk is a uh, – he's a physical quarterback. He is. I mean, yes. he's like a fullback. He's a big that, guy. And, you know, he, he could get hurt in a game because he does not shy away from contact. Right. We watched him against Hidden Valley, yep. and, you know, when they needed a couple yards, he didn't hand it off. He puts his head down, and he goes after it. And, uh, you know, I think he relishes the fact that he's physical, and, and sure. uh, you know, that makes him uh, open to injury. Right. So, uh, but this freshman quarterback, and and actually, uh, let me go back to my game real quick at Taswell. We we had a uh, an injury there that actually uh, had a young man uh, get hurt. Uh, the Mullins kid, the wide receiver for Taswell, they took him off on a on a stretcher and just to be safe. But he was you know waving and and moving his feet and his hands and everything. But uh, you know it's pretty scary when you see that. Right. And uh, it's rare. But yet, you know, uh, it's not something you want to see out there. Well, and we're getting to the point now where some of these players and some of these kids are getting to the point where they're going above and beyond because they feel like, you know, playoff time is coming. They need to do that extra play. They need to put their body out there a little bit. And look, all it takes is, you know, that one shot, sometimes very accidental. I'm talking, it's not meant, you know, a helmet will hit a helmet. You know, a neck will go down into a field just because the way the kid turned. It's one of these plays that you're just sitting here going, okay, you're you're trying to do something, and your in your mind's going, do it, and your body's going, nope, can't move this way, right. can't go that direction. Yeah, and another thing, uh, their bodies remember have uh, just went through the same thing in the spring. Yes, and so it's in the same year they're turning around, <laughs> sure. playing again. So their bodies may have not had the rest that they needed to do this, but um, I know they're thankful to be out there. Some of these kids are playing three games in eight eight days. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and two, we're also looking at, you know, these kids going through all this. And like you said, they're, you know, they're moving through two seasons in a short period of time, three games in a short period of time. But, you know, you're watching these kids week in, week out, week in, week out, playing some of the best teams. Right. In the area. So pound per pound, you're getting, you know, a quality opponent coming in there working with you. And, you know, sometimes you'd get that team that may be on a down year that don't have the big kids and things like that. But right now we're at the point of the season where it's big kid versus big kid. And oh. you, you got to get out there and, you know, give everything you got. And these kids are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great high school football. I mean, it really, the kids really care. I mean, you know, uh, Fort Chiswell hadn't won yet, but they've lost okay. a lot of close games. Sure. And they fought like it was a state championship. Well, yeah. and to them, it was. There's yeah, no I'm, doubt in my mind. You yeah. go into that first overtime, you go into the second overtime, something in your head's going, we can win this one. Yeah. You know, if it falls right, we can win this. Yeah. So, Absolutely. yeah, good effort. How about, uh, you know, Eastmont getting a big win? Look at that. Eastmont got a big win. James River bounced back uh, yes. with a tight win over Carroll County. Yep. Uh, good for them. Botetot won a tough battle over Franklin County in the battle of the Blue Ridge uh, District unbeatens. And I, I think Jimmy was just saying a few minutes ago that that clinched uh, Blue Ridge for them. Is that right, Jimmy? Well, it says it to seize the Blue Ridge District lead. Yeah. Yep. Because so, I think they were both unbeaten in it. Yeah, they're yeah, both yeah. unbeaten. I think they just have the lead right now. I don't know right. if they've won it. I don't Correct. think they've sealed it up, but they've, they've got the lead there. Yep. And you know the stat that really got me last night with Franklin County joining the Blue Ridge? Uh, this you know The only team that they have not beaten is Bonneton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And that stat really got me because I'm thinking to myself, wow, Franklin County's had some pretty good teams over the years yeah. here. And they haven't, everybody else they've gotten, but they just haven't gotten, you know, Jamie Harless and the Lord Bolotai Cavaliers. There. Yeah, hats off to Harless over there. I mean, you know, uh, he gets a lot of grief sometimes, but, you know, to to not been beaten by a Franklin yeah. County team is is a pretty, you know, that's a trophy on your on your trophy case right now. Uh, LCA and Salem continue to roll, guys. Yes. I well, mean, they just continue to, to, to do what they do. And, you know, this was LCA's first game back since Zach, uh, Rice announced where he was going to school was University of North Carolina. It's and hard for you to say that. It is. Boy, it chokes me up every time I say it. <laughs> but uh, no, I, like I said last week, I wish Zach all the best where you know where he's going. But even Zach had a scare last night. Yeah, you know he got caught up into a play where you know another player got it. You know, got his I think around his legs and he was laying on the field for a few minutes and. But he came back with a vengeance. He came back with a vengeance, throwing <laughs> yep. some pancakes, yep. you know. So, but don't, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Don't I make mean, him angry. It, you know, you he, know. Was, he was decked out in his, uh, you know, I talked about his shoes last week. So he, he, he had his Carolina shoes on and gloves on. So okay. he was, there was no question again. But uh, it was, uh, that was the first time I'd seen LCA play in right. person. And quite a team. Yeah. Quite a team. Yeah, you, you feel like right now, and, you know, we've talked about it during the season, you feel like they're on a mission. The last year, they didn't get it done. This year, they need to finish it. And you really feel that Coach Rocco and them are doing something that you you feel like is going to be very special for this team uh, down the road. And you really do. And, you know, the quarterback is heading to UVA. Thank you, Davis. Uh, you know, he, uh, he's going to be a Wahoo and, but no, you, you take a look at the kids there. You got some D one talent here. So you roll up against some other teams that don't have the D one talent. You're going to see a difference. And we saw a little bit of that difference last night and a good win from LCA. Yeah. It, you know, that was a good win at Amherst, but you know, it's true, but there's, there's the other pressure on the other side when you're supposed to win. Everybody thinks you're supposed to win. Right. That's pressure too. Sure. You know, some in some instances it's it's easier to be the person that the expectations aren't quite as high. Right. Uh now I, I don't think Coach Rocco would trade anything because he's got a great team. But you know, there there is pressure whether you're on the top or the bottom. I mean it's sure. you know. Uh how about the uh the fighting coach Woody's at EC Glass? Let me tell you. EC Glass, and you and I... Stand up and take notes. Let me tell you, you and I and Jimmy's talked about it all season long. This is a team that is is a very good team. And, you know, the white kid is quarterback. Yep. Uh, with George. Is it George, George White. Yeah, yeah. George White. Uh, you know, he just has the ability to get that ball into places that you feel like other quarterbacks... I think he's, you know, he's one of these guys, if he's not on your radar as a college... He needs to be on your radar as a college. He's got a great arm. He does. And that's the thing. And, uh, you know, watching him through the season and watching some of these passes he throws, he he gets it in there. And I'm talking he'll get it over the top as well as just straight on with you. And he just lays it in there. And, look, this was a good Brookville team last night. Yes. Make no doubt. And when, you know, you only allow Brookville to put seven on the board and you put, what, 42? Yeah. What two was a big number last night for a lot of teams. Yes. Yeah. What statement is that making? That just tells me that's a very good team there in EC Glass. And I don't know who gets them down the road, but you better take notice of them. Well, I, if I remember correct, I think EC Glass finishes up with, is it LCA? 
Uh, I believe so. Let's I, check I, it. Almost thinking, I, I almost think I heard that last night. That uh, oh, the, let's the check last that game schedule. of the season. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, that's sticking in my head because I don't think they've seen each other yet, but I think that's uh, going to be senior night for LCA, and I think they'll be up against um, EC Glass, which that'll be... Because if, if that's the game, you want to talk about a sellout. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that that right there, that, you know, you will have that. Let's see who they have. Because now, now you've got me looking, well, Jimmy. Seems like I, it seems like I heard that last night, but I could be. Oh, well, you know, look talk, at that. There it is. 42 to nothing against Stanton River. Nice job there, Coach Lovelace. They, you know, they've really had a tough they year. Have. Yeah. I mean, they, they just have, you know, they've, they've got a good team and they just, have, you know, uh, have quite not put it together, but uh, it looks like they put it together against Stanton River last night. Well, and, you know, we watched Fleming over the years, and, you know, one of the things that really gets me is that with Fleming, either they have that season where they, you know, like last year, they kind of took care of their business, or they lose by a point. They lose by three points. It's like they get right there at the doorstep, but they just can't get in the door. And, and it's just... It's the way Fleming's been for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. And this year you've kind of felt like that's, you know, been the case again. They're right there. And they've got some good players there with English and, you know, with Lewis English and all these kids over there. They've got some good kids. It's just a matter of, you know, it's who they're playing. And, yeah. And, again, closing the deal. Yeah. But good win last night for them. Good yeah. win. Uh, tell me, guys, let's let's take a little straw poll here. Who wanted to play Bassett this week <laughs> after, Nobody. after losing to GW Danville? <laughs> Halifax County didn't want to play him because they put 61 on Halif- a good Halifax County team that was undefeated not too long ago. Uh, beat them 61-14, to 14, but Bassett was mad. Do you, it, you know, do you think that conversation's had somewhere going, <laughs> do we play him this week? <laughs> you know, do, we, do, we just, do we get off the bus? Do we, you know, because like you said, it's, it's okay to play a good team. It's really bad when you play an angry good team. That's and right. They were angry, and they took it out on them last night. Yeah. So, yeah. sixty-one points. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm telling you, they're they're wow. they're sharpening their teeth for the playoffs. Too. Yes. I don't know if anybody's going to want to play them. But also, you know, Christiansburg, Patrick Henry, North Cross this week all continue to roll to the playoffs. They all took care of business. Well, but let me give a shout out real quick to Nick Lefwich. Because with Christiansburg and Case Spring game last night, you know, Coach Lefwich had Christiansburg up, you know, I mean, you know, they had the lead on Christiansburg 7 nothing at the beginning of this game. They stored, they scored quick on them. Yeah. It, it looked like this was going to be, you know, a better game. I, I've told you before, I like what I'm seeing over at Cave Spring. I think these these yep. kids are starting to put a program together. Jimmy, don't do not do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said you a little more than like well, Yeah, I within, think within five years, five you years. predicted a state championship, state championship for Cave Spring Knights, which, you know, we would all be happy if that happens. Yes, so, I, I we think, have written that down. Okay. And we will, you know, relive it for the next five years. I got night vision. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got night vision. So, and now the, we've got down that EC Glass is taking the LCA yeah, down. Yeah. Let me tell you, I oh, like, I like me some EC Glass. And well, Coach Woody you. and the guys. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you, Coach Woody can coach. He can. I mean, and Coach Rocco can coach. Well, yes. Uh, if it this, comes down to coaching, oh, what a chess match that's going to be. Yes. Uh, this morning, we'll also have Coach Alex Wilkins of Christiansburg. I uh, love talking to Coach Wilkins. He's going nice. to be on here in a few minutes. Um, and then I'll have some post-game comments uh, from Coach Spider Thompson from my game. Okay. 
uh, you know, <laughs> I tell you, it's hard to interview a guy after that kind of game. Yes. And you can hear it in his voice a little bit. But, you know, he was uh, as positive as he could be after losing a five-time sure. game. Right. Um, and uh, But, um, you know, again, I, I mean, that game's going to stick with me because those kids just right. did not quit. I just, I loved it. Sure. And, you know, and credit to him because you know yeah. as well you know as well as I do, sometimes the last thing you want to do is talk to someone after such oh, a sure. hard battle. Sure. And, but he took time out to talk with you last night, so credit to him. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Yeah, and Ezra Varney, the uh, fullback uh, linebacker, he was my crunch interview last night, and what a great kid. And he composed himself and really did a nice job. You know, he was really, you know, he was upset, but he was proud of his team and his teammates and, you know— after a game like that, you hear a lot of teammates going, these are my brothers, and I'd, sure. I'd you know, go to war with them. Right. So, um, you know, um, you, you, you like to hear that kind of com camaraderie. Correct. Uh, all right, you're, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show. If you haven't figured it out, uh, man, we, we've been yeah, lighting we, it up. We talk some football we on this show. Some, we know. do talk a little football. <laughs> um, so, uh, man, I tell you, <laughs> we've got, what, 12 weeks in? This is the... Uh, Week 10 of the, the season so far, uh, there's one more regular season week to try to get all 10 games in there. Yes. Um, so, uh, man, we're just, we're moving along. Directly due north of me, well, it's north to me, is is Coach Randy Lefwich running the board. Uh, he's the man behind the curtain. Right. Uh, he's the, he's also the guy that makes some wild predictions. Wild. Uh, wow. I'm pretty good with my <laughs> predictions. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, wow, to Jimmy and I, I guess. Uh, they're perfectly <laughs> fine to coach. And then uh, over here to my right, uh, Mr. Bien Common, uh, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of Crunch MVP for great high school uh, sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley. CrunchMVP.com. Yes. I mean, I'm at the games, and I like to go out and see the game again sure. on CrunchMVP.com. It's just, it's just a really... Uh, cool setup. If you haven't been out there, I mean, it's it, it's something you got to see. Now, Carl, I, and I don't, I, I'm going to say this only because I, I will say I was a little flattered last night, Ooh. but I was at Amherst yep. and uh, it was senior night Okay, and I was down on the field and I was uh, thankful to get to take pictures of the, you know, the seniors as they came out. Well, when all the seniors had been out and the, the players were getting ready to run off the field, um, one of the players looked at me and said, where will we be able to find these photos? And I said, they'll be on CrunchMVP.com. He said, you're CrunchMVP? Oh. And I said, yes. And he said, hey. And he said to some of his players, he said, hey, CrunchMVP's here. So it's just kind of. Very now, nice. whether they knew really what it was. Yeah, or, look at that. <laughs> whether they knew what it was or not, it, did, it was a nice feeling. Did he so say, I, th I thought he was younger. Exactly. <laughs> younger, <laughs> better looking. You, you know? look like this. <laughs> All right, I got to thank a few of our, our sponsors, and I do this throughout the show. But Haley Toyota, yes. Chuck Baker, uh, Haley has it for less. What a great um, local uh, supporter of high school sports and so many yeah. things: uh, hockey, right. baseball, baseball. Uh, Chuck's into everything, and we really appreciate him uh, supporting us. And we certainly, um, we certainly think that uh, you know he makes this area finer. 
you know, a finer place because of all the all that he does. And you got to say the the Chuck Baker show that was on yesterday. Yes, you got to give a big shout yeah, out. He for hosted, that. you know, yeah. the uh, Chuck Baker Coach Show. Right. Yeah. Greg had a vacation day, and Chuck Baker filled in for Greg yesterday. Did a good job yesterday, and and I'm supporting Chuck. I've got my Fluvanna County hat on today. Oh, the, the flying, flu-nose. yeah, the That's flying right. fluco. So I've got my hat on supporting Chuck Baker and all his endeavors. So. How about that? Are you going to wear a Richmond Spider hat next week? You know, I believe in a, I'm a free hat society. So if anybody <laughs> would like to drop off a hat by the station, I'll be more than happy to wear your hat we're and just, give your team a plug. We're just glad to see that Pittsburgh hat go away for a few yes, days. I you mean, got that it. Was, that was too much. Also want to thank U.S. Cellular. Uh, what a great sponsor. You can get the Crunch High School Football Weekly that's free to the public at any U.S. Cellular, as well as a number of other places as like the Dogwood. That's it. Dogwood Restaurant, yeah. one of my favorite places to go. Keith, Jamie, and all the folks over there, and one of Jimmy's favorite places to eat. Can I just say yeah. that one of the things that really bothered me this week oh boy, was oh, yeah. I'm getting text with pictures of food in it, and he goes, this is all I can say, boys. Is, <laughs> you know, doesn't say, hey, Carl, coach, you want to come and join me? He right. sends pictures of food to us. That's right. Not like we're hungry, Jimmy. Well, you can see. I mean, I was already there. The food was already there. Already I knew there. it was too late to get you guys there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was already okay. there. That that we don't live that far, Jimmy. You know? <laughs> I'm aware. I right. also want to thank uh, Tater Benson of MKB Realty. Tater's a great, great guy. Does a great job, and you know he's a former coach. Yes, a lot of times. So he gets yeah. crunch, and uh, he, his son plays for James River. So it's a lot of fun watching his son out there playing. Uh, all right, so let's circle the campfire here real quick. Saturday morning quarterback time, spreading the love around a little bit. Our three crunch games last night were, we've been talking about it, Taswell at Fort Chiswell. Uh, Jimmy was at, Jimmy and Graham uh, Whitaker were at LCA and Amherst at Amherst County. And then uh, our our third crew, uh, Dave Anderson and Josiah, uh, were at William Bird versus Northside over at Hickam Field. So, uh, Coach... Uh, quickly, uh, what what caught your attention? Uh, what what stood out? Just you know, the thing that really caught my attention last night, and it's over you know multitude of games here. The the number of turnovers. Ooh, we had a ton of turnovers last night, especially in the Salem game. Uh, you said your game with the uh, the Tazewell game. Oh yeah, these overtimes were you know it was carried on because of turnovers. Yeah, and. There was a bunch of turnovers last night. And let me tell you, going into the playoffs, you've got to stop this. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to run into a team that's going to take advantage of those turnovers. And you may not like the outcome. You may be a very good team. But if you have four turnovers in a game, you may not like the outcome of this game. And, we, you know, with Salem last night with Hidden Valley, yeah. we watched, you know, Logan take one back last night, a pick six. And you're just sitting there and you're going, wow, this can change a game in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, you know, we you know, we always talk penalties and things like that, but last night what really caught my attention, every game that I was taking a look at, it was turnover after turnover after turnover. And a lot of times it's young quarterbacks trying to do something to, you know, outside of their outside of their realm and yeah, they're throwing yeah. that ball up and next thing you know, a kid's intercepting it and, you know, you've lost your momentum and everything in these games. So, you know, you got to stop these turnovers. But you got to credit the defense. These are not uh, wounded ducks. A lot of times, these are the defense breaking sure. on, on passes. They're they're reading the quarterback, and then they're putting a foot in the ground. Yeah, and they're they're stepping out and and taking a chance. So that's what I'm seeing too. Is a little bit more of the defense 
rather than just letting the offense roll over top of them, they're 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 trying to guess, you know, what's coming. And right. A lot of times they're guessing right. Well, you know, with Dragovich last night, it yeah. looked like Salem's defense knew what this young man was going to throw, mm. and they were stepping in front of it. They were, you know, they were ahead of it, and it just. You know, I think he had three, four interceptions last night. and Yeah, but when you got, you know, Cam Martindale and Stacey Williams running at you, it, exactly. that changes everything, it does. too. It does. I mean, he's and, probably throwing in the blind some, yep. in some cases because those guys are so big. Yeah. And they're putting pressure on him. Yeah. So, uh, good call out there, Coach. How about you, uh, Jimmy? What uh, what What's something quick that stood out for you? Yeah, well, I mean, there was a... There was a quick spark um, at the Amherst LCA game, which you know it it made you pause and think, you know, something could could happen here. And, right. Um, it happened in the the, the first quarter. Uh, LCA, you know, took the kickoff. They, you know, moved the ball down. Uh, Lane went back to hit um, um, Belford yeah. for a, a TD pass. Right. But uh, Tyleek Brown intercepted. And, you know, he was one of the seniors that was being, you know, honored. And he yeah. walked out at the beginning of the game. So, you know, there was this big rush of emotion right, right at the first quarter where they stopped them. You know, they intercepted. And so, you know, that was a, a spot that was really something. And, and afterwards, after we interviewed Coach Christmas, you know, he he told us, he said, we would have had to have played a perfect game to beat them. Right. And he said, we didn't. Right. And so, but, you know, it was yeah. still, still that, so that was the, the one spark for, for Amherst County. And, and the other fact that they never gave up throughout the game. Yeah. So, right. yeah, yeah. You gotta love that. Yeah. All right. We've got a great show today highlighted by our U.S. Cellular Crunch hotline call with Christiansburg head coach, Alex Wilkins. That's coming up in a few minutes. Our Haley Toyota Legends of the Game interview, former Giles coach, Steve Ragsdale. Man, I'm telling you what, when I interviewed coach Ragsdale, I, I always say, I mean, he gets so excited. I mean, I, I would have just in interviewing him, I was ready to run through a wall. I mean, I just you could just I mean, he just he gets it. I mean, he's sure. such a motivator. And I, I you know, I, I experienced that. That was a lot of fun. Um, all right. So you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have Christiansburg coach Alex Wilkins. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and trucks over here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. 
wouldn't be at the top of our game. We build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Yana Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region. Heiner's. 
When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. We're on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline, and we have Christiansburg coach Alex Wilkins. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. We're doing great. We have loved watching your team this year. You've had a great season so far, and we look for big things going into postseason. Uh, really, only one loss and big wins over, what, Abingdon, Hidden Valley, Patrick Henry, just to name a few. Uh, you you got to be really tickled with the season so far. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, you know, we're excited. Um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the postseason as well. Um, we got to finish it out next week against a, you know, well-coached, tough, physical uh, Pulaski team next week. Yeah, it's all, I tell you, Pulaski is always tough, and you're right, they're physical, and, and you know, it would make their season if they could take you guys out, and I, I'm sure that's not lost on your team. You guys are going to play hard and and uh, do what you do. Um, so, um, you you guys play a tough schedule. I, your district is tough for one. And can you talk a little bit about this district? I mean, uh, the River Ridge is amazing. I mean, there is no, there is no off weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody you play is solid. Um, I learned that, you know, early on in my tenure at Christiansburg um, that, you know, it's hard to win a high school football game um, in general. But then when uh, every team you play in your district schedule, um, it doesn't make a doesn't make a habit of beating themselves. Um, It's hard to win a game. I mean, everybody's well coached. Everybody plays hard. Um, and you know, it makes it, makes it fun, but, uh, it, it takes some patience too, um, you know, to, to learn how to win those tough games. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, then you go out of schedule, you play Abingdon, who's, you know, at the top of, uh, uh, you know, the region. I mean, they're, they're a great team. And then you, you go over to the, you know, far reaches of Virginia and play a tough, tough opponent over there. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, what you guys do and, and, uh, I, I know you're you're quickly becoming a team that everybody's circling on their schedule. Either, hey, you know, it'd be great to beat them, or hey, uh, you know, we better have the trainer ready the week after because uh, these guys bring it. Uh, certainly. Hey, I I, I got to ask you, Coach. You, you've got a so you've got a unique pedigree. Uh, you, you played for Coach Winford Beal at Floyd County, I believe, and then coached mm-hmm. with coached with Kevin Clifford at Glenver for a few years. Um, and then you've got Coach Tim Cromer, uh, who was the Christiansburg head coach a few years back on your staff, who's now the AD. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, now you're running the show at arguably the, the best NRV team this year uh, in the area. I mean, I, I think that's hands down. Uh, can you talk a little bit about maybe something you've learned from these guys, uh, these gurus? Uh you know, you, you've surrounded yourself with, with great uh, mentors. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, really I, I lucked into it. I mean, if we're being honest, you know, sure. I didn't I didn't know that I was going to, you know, uh, play for, for a legendary person um, in Coach Beal. Um, you know, you just don't know those things until you're, until, you're, until you're there and you're blessed with his presence. Um, you know, he's a heck of a football coach, obviously, but, I mean, you ask anybody and, you know, the quality of person is the first thing that comes to mind um, or comes into the conversation. Uh, you know, he just, you know, Coach, coach Beal, um, you know, he, one thing that I learned in his eighth-grade physical science class is that 
you know, you, you should love everybody. You know, he, he told everybody he loved him. Um, and you know, kids would say back like, well, why do you, why do you, why do you say that? And he's like, well, you're supposed to love everybody, you know, and, and it sounds cliche and you hear it, um, all the time, but you know, um, he's a legend in that area, not just the people who played for him, but the kids who had him in his class, uh, the people who live in the community with him. And, uh, I think that I, that's something I learned from him, um, was that, you know, it's really about people. I mean, this business is about people. Um, and if you're going to stay in it, you know, it can't be about X's and O's and, and it's not really about the game. Um, and, and even the head coaches that you coach against, you know, I, I know, you know, again, it sounds, I guess, kind of corny, but we're on the same team man. we're in the kid business. We're trying to help kids. Um, we're trying to create memories and, um, you know, we compete, you know, for a couple hours on Friday nights. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we're on the same team doing the same thing, and we try to help each other whenever we can. It's, it's really a fraternity here in southwest Virginia to try to try to do what's best for kids. So I was very, very fortunate to have been touched by, by him in that way, um, and, and that was, you know, a you know, life-changing lesson I learned from Coach Beal for sure. Man, that's a great comment, I, I tell you. And, and he's got the be- – I always say he's got the best – He's got the best voice in coaching. I mean, his voice, I mean, he does not need a speaker. He, I mean, he, he booms when he talks. No, he, he definitely does. And it, particularly in this time of year when the, when the, when the air gets cold and it's dense, <laughs> um, you know, you can, you, can, you can hear him probably. You know, you don't need loudspeakers. You can probably hear him all, all over Floyd. Um, he's got a heck of a voice. But, you know, I, I've kind of learned that that's kind of – you know, something you kind of uh, develop as you coach. You know, mine gets a little raspy. You probably, you know, notice mine's a little raspy this morning. You know, on Saturdays it gets a little raspy. And, you know, and, you know, you hear Kevin Clifford talk, too. You know, he's got that rasp to his voice, too. And it's just, uh, you know, trying to project for all these years, you know, uh, I guess does a number on those vocal cords some. Absolutely. And and I tell you, the, the real coup for me is, you know, I know Coach, I know coach Cromer is, uh, you know, a great uh, coach. And he loves the game. He can't hardly stay away from it. And, you know, he's the athletic director there. Uh, but he's helping you out on the team as well. And, man, I, I, that wealth of knowledge with him. And you guys work so well together. Uh, I just I think it's fascinating uh, what he brings to your staff. Yeah, he brings a lot to our a lot to our staff, you know, for sure. But, you know, he brings a lot to our community. You know, I, I think I've told you, you know, this before, Carl, you know, my job as a head coach is, is to use every resource in Christiansburg to, to make our program the best. And, you know, when a Tim, Tim Cromer is a resource in your community, um, somebody who loves Christiansburg, is Christiansburg through and through, played here, went to school here, coached here, you know, you got to bring you got to bring that guy on. Um, so, you know, my goal is just to bring as many Christiansburg people on and on the staff as I can uh, with a mix of, of other people that I know. And, and, you know, Coach Cromer's, you know, kind of fits that mold. And he's, he's just been a – a great asset he does he loves the game um he's he, he you know eats up the x's and o's and and uh you know he's got a story for everything i know you guys have probably talked to him before <laughs> like he's got a story for everything that can that can uh, bring things into perspective um or also you know give you give you some experience of what you should do or what you shouldn't do in, in crucial moments so it's very valuable to us yeah he's got a story for everything and some of them are even true coach yeah, yeah. Every now and again, you'll you'll get one that's true. You know, it's the it's it's the ones that you hear multiple times. You know, you know, it must be true because he can't detail the the, the, the same story that that's not true. You know, in the exact same way. So those are the ones you learn. You know, but when you're in this business long enough, you know, even talking to you know Kevin Clifford and you know he's got a lot of stories too. You know, it's the ones they repeat. 
um, and, and outline the exact details. Those are the ones you, you you take to heart for sure. That's great. That's great. Coach Wilkins, it's Coach Leftwich. Good morning. Tell me, you start you start the season 4-0. and Then you run into a tough Salem team, and now you've rolled all four more wins. What did you learn in that Salem game? What did your what did your kids learn in that Salem game? Um, you know, honestly, uh, I think what we learned is that you know we're not good enough to, to um, you know, we're good, we're not good enough to to manage um, lapses of account, lapses of accountability, lapses of effort. Um, this is taking nothing away from Salem, obviously. I mean, they're the best, you know, arguably the best program in the state of Virginia, but. You know, we, we feel like we were, you know, that game should have been a lot closer. We felt like the talent gap wasn't, isn't necessarily there. Um, we just didn't play very hard. And as a coach, that's hard to stomach because that's my, that's my fault. Um, but, you know, we didn't give great effort all the time in pursuit on defense. Um, and, you know, we, we came out a little flat. Um, and really, you know, um, you know, our mantra since then has been, you know, perfect effort. Um, you know, we're never going to be perfect on any one play, any game, um, or anything like that. But effort is one thing that should always be perfect. Um, and I think that our kids have kind of taken that to heart and, and we've, you know, uh, done the best we can to play, you know, as hard as we possibly can, uh, since then. And, and it has paid dividends, uh, for us. Um, and we've been able to, to, to manage some good wins and, and to execute in all three phases of the game. You know, we always like to take a few minutes on the show each week. Talk to me about some of the young players coming up through your system right now that they're just not getting, you know, the recognition just quite yet, but you're seeing something in them. And give me some of the kids you're like, hey, these are the guys you really need to watch because, you know, you may be hearing about them from week to week. Well, yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks, I mean, I think that, um, I think that the, you know, number four for us, Tanner Evans, that's a name that, that you may have heard of. Um, he's a special player. Um, he's, he's really solid. He can, he can literally do everything. I mean, he can throw the football, you know, 60 yards in the air. He can run. He can long snap, um, return punts. Um, I think he's one of the more dynamic players in the area um, that, you know, coming in as a sophomore, you know, we kind of had to figure out how to use him. Um, and, you know, we, we've, you know, kind of been able to do that a little bit the last couple of weeks, and, and that, that has helped. Um, you know, and then we've, you know, got, got a couple other young guys, and, you know, Brody Blunt, and um, he's a young guy that really hasn't tapped on the scene on the varsity level, but he makes us better in practice all the time. Another young sophomore um, that has done some good things. Um, you know, and then, you know, we got some juniors that, you know, I know they're not necessarily younger players, but, like, some guys that have stepped up. We've had a couple key injuries, and, you know, Harrison Pence has stepped in at guard the last two weeks and has played lights out for a, for a Nathan Flipiak, who's a senior guard and defensive tackle that's, that has a high ankle sprain. So, you know, you know kids like that, you know, we're, we're really, really proud of um, coming in and doing some big things. Um, and really, you know, our offensive line in general, you know, we're really proud of them. Aiden Conley, they're, they're all juniors. I mean, we really don't have, you know, a whole bunch of seniors, just, you know, one or two that play on the, on the offensive line. So, like, what we've been able to do on the – you know, in terms of on the ground and running the football um, has, has really been, you know, due to what we're doing up front. Um, and, and those are young guys, you know, a, you know Aiden Conley, like I mentioned, um, Harrison Pence, um, and then Jackson Poole um, have, have really stepped up and played well lately. Hey, Coach, uh, it's Jimmy Whitaker. I've, I've got to see you all uh, play twice, and 
Uh, I remember when I hadn't seen you all play, I wasn't sure what I thought about you. Then I saw you play, and I came back and I told the guys, I said, man, this is a this is a team. So one of the things I was going to ask you is it looks like uh, it looks like from me being down there seeing your team up close, they've all bought into the weight room. So can you speak to that a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's where you make your living in this game right now. I mean, you've got to you, you know, you've got to work year round. Um, you know, when they instituted that rule, you know, a few years or I guess got rid of all the rules and off season stuff. You know, you, you kind of have to find a system as a staff of of uh, keeping up with the Joneses. You know, you got to get in there. You got to work. Um, and, and we're here at Christiansburg, we believe in multi-sport athletes. So, I mean, we encourage kids to play basketball, to wrestle, to run track, play baseball. Um, so, you know, as a coaching staff, we really had to find a time. You know, we try to offer offer windows of opportunity to lift in the mornings uh, in the off season, and then after school and lift with the middle school guys. And um, really, you know, the, 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 the mark that this senior class has made is they're, they're the first class that, you know, when they were eighth graders, um, we were 0-10. Uh, that was my first year at Christianburg. We were 0-10. Wow. And, you know, I, I held our first lifting with the middle school. Because um, I feel like, you know, if you can get them hooked in middle school, um, you got a chance. You know, if, if, if you're trying to get a junior hooked in the weight room, um, there's too many other, other distractions. They've got their driver's license. You know, there's, there's so many other things going on. Um, you got to get those middle school boards, uh, boys when they're when they're you know itching to do something and to try to grow a little muscle so their shirts fit right and they can take a picture in the mirror and stuff like that. <laughs> if you can get them when they're young, you can keep them hooked throughout. And, and really, that's the mark that this senior class has made. I mean, you know, we're 0 and 10. Um, you know, really no no optimism necessarily in the you know you, you don't win a game. I mean, you don't have a lot of optimism in your in your in your program. And you know, I hold our first middle school lifting, and I got 24 kids in there. Um, with just eighth graders and I'm like wow okay this is a special group you know and then you know you kind of keep lifting and you know you lose one or two and and uh here and there and you get a couple kids that decide not to play and then lo and behold we got 15 16 seniors that have stayed true to it and have lifted for you know five years um and you know that's what's allowed us to to play on pace with some of these other great programs in the area and, and really that's a credit to that senior class um because they just saw the value in it and you know, slowly saw the progression. And, you know, you don't always get the linear, you know, uh, success, you know, 0 and 10, 2 and 8, 5 and 5. Um, but we've been able to do that. So luckily for us, you know, we've kind of been able to take that subtle, you know, tiny step every year so that the kids could kind of see, hey, this is this is working a little bit. Um, and then, you know, hopefully, you know, right now we're 8 and 1. Hopefully we can finish out 9 and 1 and, you know, kind of keeps that stair step going. And, and hopefully our kids in the, in the middle school and those younger JV programs can uh, – can continue the success that, that this uh, senior class has had in the weight room. Right. Well, and, and then the last one is just a, a comment, I would say, is that uh, just a, a thanks for um, when we've been at the game, the crunch, and we've uh, followed you all, uh, I appreciate that we always seem to meet you at the center of the field, and you are always very uh, kind to speak to us. So just a, a quick thank you for, for, for you allowing us to, to speak with you after the games. I got you, and I, you know, I, you know, I appreciate that you say it's a comment, but I want to say a comment. You know, I, I, a lot of people, you know, I think sometimes, you know, take for granted the fact that people like you guys are 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 here to highlight what kids do. You know, um, and I think that's awesome, and you know, I'll always be accessible to to media for that um, because you know it's it shows that you guys care about kids, and and this, these things are important important to to our kids. I mean, when we get the crunch in, in my mailbox. 
you know, every week the kids can't wait to see what other programs are saying about our program, and they can't wait to see who player of the week is and, you know, character player of the week, scout team. I mean, they get up for that stuff. So, you know, we appreciate what you guys do. Great. He is Christiansburg coach Alex Wilkins uh, on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Coach, thanks so much for those comments, and uh, we enjoy it probably more than the kids. I tell you, it, it keeps us young uh, running around and you guys allowing us to be a part of it, and uh, we love it, and we think it's such a learning opportunity. It was for us when we played, and uh, it's guys like you that uh, really make it special. Uh, coach, good luck the rest of the season, and thanks so much for your time, buddy. Hey, anytime. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good one. Such a good guy, right there. Oh man, I tell you, you know he he is so you he's so well spoken. You know, yes. he's smart. Uh, the things that he covered, and yep. uh, it is so great to you know have somebody like that kind of share a little bit of you know what they think and and uh, you know kind of how it works. I mean, how the sausage is made. You got to get in the weight room. You gotta you gotta do the work before Friday night. Sure. And let the young kids know that uh, are, you know, up and coming into this sport. Coaches have a lot of stories. Just, <laughs> just listen to them. That's <laughs> all so you got to do is listen, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, what what a great uh, story for him to be able to share with, uh, you know, the kids as they come up, the 0 and 10, then 2 and 8, 5 and 5, now hopefully going to finish 9 and 1. So, um, you know, quite a... It's it's quite a story, but then when you come back it with the facts that he's showing is is something. Well, speaking of sharing, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Dogwood Restaurant. You know, we thought maybe Jimmy would bring some food in to share, but that that didn't happen. Not he, gonna happen. He loves it so much that you know he he licks his plate clean and and uh, quite honestly, if we were there, coach, we'd be doing the same. It's good. Yes. Food. Mama approved. Mama approved. I think, you know, sometimes we think mama's in the back. Yes. Uh, but, you know, they cook right out in front of you. That's the thing I like. They do. You know, Keith and Jamie and, and the crew there, um, you know, and they take such good care of you in there. It's not just the food, which is great. It's not just a great price, which is right. fantastic. It's the whole experience. Sure. And, you know, you see new restaurants pop up and you're like, oh, I got to try this and I got to try that. You know, it's not the same. No. I mean, you go no, in there and you feel like it's your place. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's your first time. You feel like it's your place. Sure. Right away. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I've never gone in there where I don't feel like I'm family. Yeah. Every time I go in there, they always speak. They always just as nice. You just feel like family. Uh, you know, Jimmy takes your food. It it feels like it feels like <laughs> when I was like growing up, yeah, yeah. just like a brother would growing up. You so, know, feeling like family. Do you like? Do they say, "Hey, you owe me some money"? Or at the end, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. no doubt about it. All right, some other sponsors I want to thank: uh, Pittman Construction, Walt Dairy. Uh, what a great guy! What a great crew over there. If you've got any kind of construction or remodeling or anything, yeah. you got to start with Walt. Sure. I'm telling you, I mean, they are so uh, they're so precise and particular. And, I mean, it's a work of art when they get it done, and, yes. and they do it right. And uh, we really appreciate them supporting the crunch, but also supporting the community with what they do. They do a great job. Yeah. Uh, the Mirius Group, uh, my buddies over there, Stuart Barnes, Jay Harlow, the whole group over there, right. uh, just uh, financial advisors, they do a great job. I've been with uh, Stuart and Matt Ely for for a good long time. Jay Harlow, I've gotten to know him over the years and just just all, everybody over there. Uh, you want somebody handling your finances that you trust sure. and that have your best interest in mind and those guys do. Yes, they, they really do. do. 
How about custard stand chili, Coach? Good on anything. Oh, man. It's, it is yeah. good on anything. Yes. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, it's good all year long, but when that weather starts turning cold, right? I mean, it's it's game time. Well, you know, the thing I'm always impressed with, and, you know, you guys go to specific games. I'm all over the place Friday night. You know, the things that really gets me is the amount of stadiums now that have the chili there. Absolutely. It's amazing. You know, you walk in and you're like, oh, custard stand chili. It makes me want to, you know, grab two or three hot dogs, nachos. (laughs) You know, it's like just, you know. Wait a minute, coach. (laughs) Take care of me. You know, but no, I'm I'm always impressed that, uh, you know, we're converting new people every day into the custard stand family. So, yeah. Well, that's because we've been converted. You know, uh, Chuck Baker, you know, I brought in some dogs and some chili uh, at Greg's show one night. Sure. He had it, and he said, man, this is the best chili, store-bought chili. Store-bought chili he's ever he's had. he's ever had. Yeah. And, you know, he's worldly. He's, he goes all over exactly. the place. So, uh, custard stand chili, get out there and try it. Yes. I mean, it's 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 good. Good eating. Hey, great show today. Uh, really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, you know, coming up, uh, we got the five things you need to know about high school football this week. We got the grade eight poll. Uh, we've got Steve Ragsdale, as our Haley has it for less, uh, crunch time legends of the game. Uh, we got the Jimmy thing. And speaking of the Jimmy thing, you got something for us, Jimmy? Oh, no, I just, I, I have the scores whenever you're ready, Mr. York. Well, we're going to go to break, and then All we're right. going to come back and, and get the scores. So okay. um, stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and trucks over here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. Be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. 
We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Crunch time, everybody. Love to hear the cheerleaders call us out. That's awesome. Uh, all right, Coach. So I got to tell you what's going on at the Salem Civic Center. I mean, we've already had some things come and go and some great shows. Yeah. Um, I know the circus was just... Yep, circus you know, just came through. Yeah. Came through, and uh, a lot of people really enjoyed that. Um, November 12th, Rodney Carrington's coming. Coach. Yes. If you haven't heard. You haven't heard. We talk week. about it every week. I'm talking, this man is hilarious. Trust me. Uh, adult content, so <laughs> this is not something you want to take your eight-year-old child into. So. No, Rodney Carrington's a great comedian. I'm talking hilarious. November 12th, 7.30 p.m. Get yep. over there and get your tickets. You want a good seat. You know, you want yes. to get down there where you can really uh, take it all in. and um, It's a great venue to watch that that kind of show. Uh, December 3rd, Roanoke Symphony Orchestra. And I'm, I'm telling you, um, that music, there's something about that music that's just out. Sure. 
the instruments and, yes. and and all working together. I don't know if you've been in a while, but uh, you got to take it in. I mean, that's just, it's so great that the uh, the Civic Center offers all these kinds of, right. you know, uh, different kinds of entertainment. And uh, so check that out. Kansas, December 16th. They've rescheduled that from the spring. Yeah. A little I dust mean, in the wind. A little dust in the wind. That's right. Hello. That's right. Point of no return. A lot of great songs. So you, you want to check that out. And then, um, you know, the Stampede Championship Rodeo is coming up. You know, I like going to the rodeo. I do, too. I don't know if it's just one of those things of being raised too. in the South or whatever it is. But I, I like going to the rodeo. One of my favorite lines came from, you know, the rodeo clowns are notorious. Yes. One of my favorite I'm lines. I'm laughing before you One of my favorite lines from a rodeo clown was, he said, "Me and my me and my wife had words last night. I didn't get to use any of mine." <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I use that a lot. Uh, no, but get over to the Salem Civic Center. You know, check out what's going on in the area. We got great shows that come through there. Great different things that come through. And you want to take your kids. You want to take your spouse. Yes. Just get over there and have a good time. They're great folks over there. They really support. Uh, high school sports and uh, all over the valley and all over the area and we really appreciate them supporting Crunch so uh, get over there and, and check something out. Alright, so <laughs> we've already, we've gone an hour, we haven't even talked about the scores yet, that's my fault but that's uh, all right. I'm going to pitch it to Jimmy now and uh, Jimmy can go through the uh, the area score. Alright, here we go for uh, week 10, so we had Glenver 23, Radford 21 Blue Ridge School 32 Rono Catholic 6 Holston 21, Rural Retreat 14, Narrows 38, Craig County 6, Eastern Montgomery 25, Covington 22, George With 35, Grayson County 6, Galax 27, West Stokes 7, Taswell 34, Fort Chiswell 28, and the infamous five overtime game. Famous. Yep. The Alta Vista 36, Nelson County 6, James River, 16, Carroll County, 13, Christiansburg, 37, Cave Spring, 14, Northside, 27, William Byrd, 0, Heritage, 55, Liberty Bedford, 7, Rustburg, 34, Jefferson Forest, 21, EC Glass, 42, Brookville, 7, Liberty Christian Academy, 42, Amherst County, 7, Salem, 42, Hidden Valley, 14, PH, Patrick Henry, 42, Pulaski County, 13, William Fleming, 42, Stanton River, 0, Lord Botetop, 49, Franklin County, 28. And then we had some games earlier on Thursday, Appomattox County, 48, William Campbell, 12, uh, Graham, 46, Blacksburg, 7, uh, North Cross, 49, Hargrave, 0. And on Tuesday, we had Craig County, 40, Montcalm, 8, Northside, 40, Stanton River, 27, and then last Saturday, St. Michael the Archangel 70, Rona Catholic 8. And that's your scores from week 10. Look at Jimmy going all the way back to last Saturday. Look at that. I mean, he don't miss a thing. Although I will tell you the Allegheny Floyd County games moved to Monday. I did yes. I did pick that up. Yep. Uh so that's a game if you were looking for that score, that's moved to Monday. COVID is still wreaking havoc on you oh, know, yeah. the schedules and you know, everybody moving around and trying to fit in the games. How many uh, How many 42s were scored last <laughs> It looks like there was a one, two, three, four. Uh, it looks like there was about four or five 42s, and it made me pause when I was looking at yeah. the scores thinking, am I writing the right <laughs> thing down? That's a lot of points. That How is. That? You know. yep. How about that? I agree. All right, I want to thank a few more of our sponsors before we get into the to the to some of these games. Mama D's, yes. uh, the Deanna's over there, uh, 
you guys, it, it, I'm telling you, if you need to get a haircut and you want a good price and you want a good haircut, you got to go to Mama D's. It's right behind uh, the coffee pot on Brambleton. And it's, some, it, you know, it's fun to go. It's fun to go someplace and, and get something done like that and just have a good time. Sure. And, and uh, the ladies over there just do a fantastic job and, and they always make it fun. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just a delight to be around. And, and uh, Coach, it looks like you and I need to get over there. We do. Well, you know, I saw my <laughs> nephew the other day and, you, you know, he's got the beard and he's got, you know, you, <laughs> definitely noticeable when he gets a haircut. And I saw him and I said, hey, you got a haircut. And he goes, yeah, Mama D's. And I was nice. like, there you go. And I, you know, and then the little one, I'm like, did you take Killian? And he's like, I did. So Killian and him got a haircut. Nice. So how about that? You know, nephew. Did and they great say nephew. crunch to get a free wash? They did. Oh, great. Good. Look at that. Free wash. Free wash. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, a free washing shampoo. of the hair. Okay. A shampoo. A shampoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no laundromat or anything. Okay. No laundry all right. Anymore. All right. Don't, yeah, don't show up with your clothes. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about these games. Uh, this Glenver-Radford, 23-21, Glenver winning in the last seconds. Uh, I'm telling you, what a great, uh, you know, and, and if that's if that's any indication of what Glenver's going to have going forward, this uh, Eli Taylor, the quarterback, the freshman quarterback, with just seconds left, hit wide receiver uh, Dagan Williams in the right, really kind of the right corner of the end zone kind of, uh, and and Williams is an aggressive player, offense and defense. He went up and just stole that ball. There was two Radford right. guys close by, and he just went up, and it was his ball. Sure. And uh, he went up and grabbed. It was a great pass. It was a great catch. Uh, you know, heartbreaking for Radford because, I mean, they, they had just, you know, they'd just gone ahead when uh, their running back, Baylor, had scampered 45 yards for a TD. Yeah. Radford had taken the lead 21-17 to 17 with only a – just over a minute left, you think, right? hey, we got this. Yeah. Not not so fast. No, Glenver got the ball back with 56 seconds left on the clock. Wow. And not only did you get the ball back with 56 seconds, you're looking at Eli Taylor going, uh, I need you to drive the ball down the field and yeah. we need to score. If and you could do that, and you're a freshman, if you could do that, I'd appreciate that. But this young man, again, we talked about it earlier, he, you know, he knows the system. He started the game with, you know, Martinsville. He, he understands Clifford's system. He knows where to go, and it helps when you have that big core of receivers. And we watched early in the game, one of the receivers jumped up and got, a, you know, caught a pass in the end zone, yeah. same style. And for them to do that in the fashion they did last night, that's a great win for a freshman quarterback coming in, taking over for a very good player. And again, like I said, the, you know, what's his walk, walk, the yeah, quarterback, walk, walk, yeah, Aiden yeah. Walk, yeah, Aiden Walk left the game last night with a neck injury. We I haven't we okay. haven't had an update on that yet, but uh, he did walk off the field on his you know yeah. on his own. So uh, we need to get an update on him well, somewhere down ha the road. Having had the freshman quarterback come in, it's a it, it's something I guess all the backup quarterbacks you know need to be thinking about. You know, you always need to be the next man up, be ready to go, and obviously. You know, he was. He was. Answer the call. Yeah. Hey, I want to call out, too. Uh, now, this is from last week's game. Our, our player of the week in the New River Valley last week from, was from Radford. It was Landon Clark, who had four interceptions, two pick sixes last week. Right. Are you kidding me? Look at that. I mean, that's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. So, I wanted to call him out, too. What a, what a great job. All right. So, uh, Jimmy, you were at LCA Amherst. Just give us a quick synopsis of what, what you and uh, your son Graham saw there. Yeah, well, the, the quick synopsis is, is you know, that LCA's for real. I mean, they, they're they there, they're ready, and I, you know, 
I'm not stepping out on a limb here, but I see them, <laughs> I see them playing, you know, for the state championship. I really do, and I, you know, would be happy to see LCA there and 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 them having that opportunity. But um, it's the first time I'd got to see them play, so uh, I got to see the the Davidson brothers. You know, they're everything that I'd heard, and you know, they, um, you know, had great games. Uh, uh, Gideon Davis, Davids. Davidson had in, ended up with two touchdowns. Uh, He's only a freshman. That's yep. So that was that was something. So he had seven carries for 140 yards. Uh, his brother had nine carries for 37 yards. Uh, Jalen Bel- Belford, you know, he had six carries for 98 yards. Um, so total rushing yards, they had 278. Um, you know, Amherst, you know, ended up with only about 99 total yards. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the stats tell the story. Um, but again, you know. Hats off to Amherst County, a senior night, and um, I loved watching. Uh, the last thing they did as a team was they lined up down at the one end of the field, and they walked the entire field and came down and underneath the, you know, the goalpost on the other end. Uh, Coach Christmas, you know, talked with them and everything, and I had a chance to ask Coach Christmas ab- uh, about that, and he said it was, you know, it was an, it was an honor of the seniors. It was the last time they would get to, you know, walk that field. And he said normally they do it at the beginning of the game but didn't get a chance. But it was sort of fitting that, you know, the last thing on that field they did was they walked it. And, you know, for those seniors, it was a, an emotional time for them to get to do that. But it was uh, thankful to get to, to see that and, and, and experience it with them. Sure. And, you know, the next game, huge game. <laughs> You know, this this really is. This is a huge game coming up for LCA. You like this game, Coach? I like this oh, game. Boy. There's something about this game. I just, <laughs> it, it intrigues me. Then, uh, we, we, you know, the next game is with EC Glass. And, and I think you quoted that that was the, <laughs> LCA was going to lose on, that me, game, me, if I remember. Let me give you yeah, the bells. Yeah, that bell's rolling there. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the thing that gets me here in this game, and I've talked about EC Glass before with this game coming in, uh, they lost the 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 jug to Heritage. Jug bowl, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the jug bowl there. They lost to Heritage, and that was a 49-42 to 42 shootout. Uh, since then, they've only allowed teams to score 32 points. Mm. What does that say? That says this team is ready. They are ready to go. And like I said, I love Coach Rocco. I love what LCA does. I just got a little bit more love right now for uh, oh, the Hilltoppers. Wow. And so... But I know I think this is this is going to be one of those games that we always say it's going to be a knockdown drag out and yeah. you just feel it. Uh, both teams like to score; they score fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they score at will on it, you know. But I really feel like this is going to be a defensive game. I don't know if this will be an offensive game because I think both defenses are, are going to have to step up in this game. And so it wouldn't surprise me if this game is. 21, 20, 21, 17, mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, oh, what, how you yeah. feel about it, Jimmy? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think EC Glass, it'll be a good game, but I do not think they will, they will be able to hold up to LCA. Because LCA wow. thus far, in my opinion, has not, they've not played their starters for a full game. I mean, they okay. don't. I mean, sure. you know, about, about third quarter, uh, a lot of them were not in there. Okay. And so the times that they are scored upon, right. they're scored upon not by their starting team. And I'm not saying anything bad about no. their second team. Exactly. Because right. They're they're it's great that they're getting this experience to come out there and in a game situation and play. Sure. But I think, you know, if 
if LC's out there for four quarters right. in play, it's going to be it would be something. So let me get this straight. I'm EC Glass. Uh, I think you said you're that, LCA. Yes. That's correct. Uh, Carl. Oh, I, I think I, I think it's, I, I think you guys are both. I think that's a good call okay. uh, from both of you. But I, I really think, you know, this is LCA's year. I love Coach Woody and what they've done. I've seen I've seen EC Glass play, but LCA just has too many weapons, in my opinion. Okay. So hey, but Jimmy said, you know, he's already he's got LCA in the state championship. I just want to call out the Class Three A uh, folks that might have something to say against that. Phoebus. Uh, across the state is number one right now, eight okay. and zero, and they always have a lot of talent. So that'll be interesting. Then LCA's two, Christiansburg is three, right? Heritage is four, which LCA's already beat. But you know, once you see a team, you kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that helps you. You can kind of, you know, game plan against what they actually have. Number five's last year's state champion Lafayette. Mm-hmm. We got Hidden Valley six, Brookville seven, who just lost EC Glass, but they're always a tough out. Abingdon, York. Meridian, I, I really like that York team. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> something about it. Something about something it. About it. I, Their name just rings in your head, doesn't it? Something's just catching me on that York team. But, uh, no, I mean, it, it's fun to, you know, speculate. And the games will be decided on the field, guys. Yes. We know that. But we just hope a crunch team wins. I mean, absolutely. when it gets right, right. down to exactly. it. If a crunch team wins, we've all won. Yeah, so that's that, good. Absolutely. Nice comeback there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so James River, 16-13 to 13 over Carroll County. You know, the Knights took it on the road, had just lost two really tough games uh, last week. Uh, a muffed punt led to Carroll County, you know, getting a 7 nothing lead early on. And then our man Ben Bailey uh, scored a long touchdown on a long touchdown catch and run. So great game there and really a good job from James River. I just wanted to call them out uh, in, in that game. Uh, and then uh, the last one I'm just going to throw out there, unless Coach has something, is uh, my game. Okay. Five OTs. I yeah. mean, I can't stop talking about this, but I want to call out some of the guys at Fort Chiswell that really made a difference. Quarterback Larson Edmonds played out of his mind. Yes. Uh, he really did a nice job managing the team. And I'm telling you, Taswell, they're big boys. Okay. Uh, it's not like you're playing. I mean, they, they, they've got some girth over there, and they've sure. got some guys that will really hit you. And they've got some really talented uh, skill guys. Uh, but Edmonds looked good at quarterback. Ezra Varney really impressed me at uh, linebacker and running back. Uh, Reed Dunford, uh, you know, uh, had a pick six and really an excitable guy. Really did a good job. He, he had a, an interception in one of the uh, overtimes. Right. Really did a nice job. Linebacker Tyler Krigger. Uh, you know, uh, his coach calls him the best linebacker in the area. Okay. I mean, and then uh, linebacker Reed uh, uh, Philippi um, also just uh, had a great game. So I just wanted to call out some guys. Uh, no quitting these guys. And there were a lot of other guys too. But, I mean, just really, um, really fantastic. And I've got a little uh, clip from uh, uh, Fort Chiswell coach uh, Spider Thompson uh, that I'd like to play just after the game. Now, remember, you know, this was a – this was after a pretty tough loss. So, um, Coach, can you cue that up for me? What a game. That was a couple games. Yeah. One of those tough ones. Uh, we didn't make plays, and got, we had a chance to win, and didn't capitalize, and that's what happened. That was five overtime. I'm not starting to lose count there. I don't know. I, we executed game plan. I was just, as far as defense, you know, we'll talk offense, but that's all I worry about defense. I got, other things. I got to worry about that. And, 
and I thought we executed it as about as good. We took, we did want to take two away, and I thought for the most part we did. Ten hurts a little bit, but you know, we told, we said we're going. If somebody's going to beat us, it's going to be somebody else in two, and we did. I mean. Yeah, he was a non-factor, I think. Two, yeah. two really wasn't, didn't show up. But ten, six, four out there on a catching all everything. All and they, the young kid made a couple good throws. And we, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about. Um, I, I know it's a tough, tough game, but uh, let's let's talk about some positives because there were a lot of positives out there. I know it's hard to dig them out when you lose, but I mean, I saw a lot of really great efforts, and I know you're proud of these guys. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, uh, they never quit. We didn't quit, and and uh, we got you know. I look at the end of the game, and we got a, a freshman tackle. A sophomore guard. Uh, so I mean, that being said, I mean we got kids that got playing time. I mean, uh, defensively, a sophomore thirty-four played his high off as we played great at the time, and Krieger's probably the best linebacker around. I'll, I'll take him against anybody. I tell you, when a coach calls out, you, you know somebody like that, yeah. and, and he's a. You know, he came out of the college ranks. He was at Emory and Henry as a coach sure. there, and so he knows what he's talking about, and he really yes. likes this Krieger guy. Uh, he's going to play at the next level, I'm sure. Right. But, um, all right. So we, we've got to get we got to get to our Haley Has It For Less, Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game. This is Giles' uh, head coach, former Giles head coach, Steve Ragsdale. He was there from 78 to 2007. 255 wins against wow. 88 losses. Let's uh, let's hear uh, Coach Ragsdale. So is is the Narrows Stadium named after him, and the Giles Stadium named after yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. The Narrows Stadium's named after my dad. And uh, when I resigned and got out of coaching, they were uh, kind enough, nice enough. Uh, the school board voted to name the the Giles Field after me. So uh, yeah, that's certainly an unusual set of circumstances. I guess I guess it was when I was in grad school. Hey, I, I think I'm. I'm going to teach and give this coaching thing a, a, a try because my dad had been the coach and at that time you know it was like the coach because in his career he coached football basketball baseball track you mm. name it the coach was the coach you know right now uh, i'm interested in a few things one of the things i'm interested in and i study a lot is is leadership i mean the teams have leaders co you know you have coaches that are leaders um did you play with or have, I'm sure you did, had some great leaders play for you? Or anybody come to mind or, or is there a... Uh, is there a description of a leader that, that comes to mind for you? What, what, what is a leader, I guess? Oh, that's a great question. And I don't know if I've got the answer to that. Um, uh, I, can, I can think of uh, several, uh, several players who along the way I, I felt like were great leaders, and and I'm probably leading leave would leave somebody sure. out, but but uh, some some characteristics of I think of a good leader based on these kids. Um, number one, they have got to be super competitors, because if I'm going to lead, if I'm going to follow you. You know, as a, as a team, fellow team member, you know, I've got to respect you as a player. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be a star. It means you got to be pretty good. you got to be one of the better players. But you have got to be a super competitor. 
and, and I kind of got three kids on my mind, one early in my career and one late in my career and one in the kind of in the middle, and they were super competitors. And, and uh, they, they loved to compete, and they were going to be at their absolute best at crunch time. They weren't going to fade away when, the, when, when it was crunch time. They were going to, and you could count on them, they were going to come to the front at crunch time. And, and so that's what you want, I think, number one, is, is, is a kid that's a super competitor who will get in that huddle or, you know, if it's basketball in the huddle on the sideline and say, say, come on, let's go, you know. And, 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 and I think of one story there when, when I first became the head football coach at Giles and we were we were in a scrimmage and I won't name the player yeah. but the, anybody who's from Giles will know who I'm talking about uh, the player was a sophomore just a sophomore at the time and we were scrimmaging a team that was year in and year out a good team and very physical and everything and most times in a scrimmage you don't keep score but for some reason and in, in that one we had a score up on the scoreboard there and um, we had the ball and, and we, we came back into the huddle and I was out on the field because it was a scrimmage, you know, in the huddle with the team because I like to do that so I could coach, you know, while it's going on. And he got in that huddle, just a sophomore. And, I mean, he lit into him in that huddle. And he said, I didn't come out here to lose tonight. Now let's get going. Let's go. You know, we were trailing at the time. Next thing you know, he, he was a running back. Next thing you know, there he goes down the sideline about 60 yards for a touchdown. And so that's the number one ingredient, I think, is just a guy that's super competitor. I think the other kids have got to respect him. Um, and they, they've got to like him, too. They're not, they're not going to, they're not going to, follow you unless unless you know they like you and respect you and um so you can't be somebody that's going to be over here on the sideline at at uh at, and during practice all my leg hurts and you're trying to get out of practice you know or something like that you got to be tough you got to be competitive um and I'm sure there's other factors, but, but those would be the ones that come to mind. In your life, uh, uh, who has been the most impactful coach to you, uh, either someone you played for, I mean, your dad was a, a legendary coach, I'm sure he's in there, but or, or somebody that coached alongside you or you coached against? Who? My dad just had a knack for handling kids, and he, he had their respect. And when he raised his voice, he wouldn't necessarily have to yell, but when he, and this is both as a father and as a coach, when he raised his voice, you knew it was business time and you better listen and pay attention, you know. So he would be number one on my list. Second, second would be my high school basketball coach, who I mentioned earlier, a guy by the name of Bill Patterson, who was just, he, he was a, he was a taskmaster, and uh, he was tough, but fundamentals, he taught fundamentals. Uh, when I went to Roanoke College, I remember my freshman coach saying, hey, you're not the best player out here, but you're the most fundamentally sound, and that's, that was because of my high school basketball coach, and he could get more out of, when I first started coaching, I was coaching against him, and he could get more out of his players than just about anybody I'd ever seen. And now he had 
See, he played for my dad, and he coached under my dad. He was an assistant coach under my dad. Okay? And then when I went to Roanoke College, I played there under Charlie Moyer. And, uh, you know, he's pretty legendary there in the Roanoke Valley. Uh, had, had some great teams. He, 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 was, he was the guy that, that, that kind of, I guess, was in, in the initial phase of Roanoke College going from being uh, just your typical small college team to, 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 you know, we weren't major college. Like I said, we weren't university division. But we were we were a top notch at the time what was called college division team, and um, and he was the guy who who was responsible for doing that. So he had a he had a process. They talk a lot about process. Yeah, these days. absolutely had a process. You know, and then I, I think I think as a coach, I think that is is very very important regardless of what what sport you're playing in you got to have a, and it's important in the classroom you got to have a routine and you you got to get in that routine you're talking about coach white there watching his practice you got to get in routine and get those kids in that routine so they know what to expect i never was much for breaking up um you know varying from that like I remember saw a quote in a book. I used to every winter read a book by a famous coach, okay, to try to pick up something. I remember a book that Lou Holtz wrote, and he was he was recruiting this school. It was always successful in Chicago, okay. That's this is when he was at Notre Dame, and he asked the coach. He said, "Coach, why do you uh, what do you attribute to your success here?" And the high school coach said to him, we never get tired of doing the same thing over and over again. And I think that is so important. But I think this is imp important, too. And, and, and I kind of got this from my dad. And this, this was when I was coaching basketball. And he would, he would come and just sit over on the side and watch us coach basketball, okay? And I was kind of uh, fire and brimstone or whatever you call it at that, at that point in particular. And I probably pretty much was my whole career, but I kind of mellowed out and got smarter, you know, along the way. So you got to push buttons, you know, and, and you push different buttons in different situations. Okay, but I was out there just giving them the dickens, you know, you're, you're not, you know, you know, good, you know, and, and after practice, he came over to me, he said, he said, if you keep telling them that they're no good, they're going to start believing you, and they'll never be any good. So the approach I took after that was to never tell a kid that he could not do something. In fact, I would tell them just the opposite. I might tell them, hey, you're not doing the job. But see, that doesn't tell the kid you're not capable of doing the job. It says you're, you're not capable of doing what you can do. And that's what, that, that was kind of my main main thrust to him, and I would tell him that over and over again. Hey, you're not doing what you're capable of doing. You are capable of doing so much more as an individual and as a team. And you got you got to start thinking that way, and you got to start acting that way. 
Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and trucks over here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner. All at Trucktober Savings. It's trucked over here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Belleville, and Roanoke. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Your area high school football uh, central, what? <laughs> Something. Location, location for all your football needs. All right, so we we got to get uh, going here. We're going to get right into the Jimmy thing, Coach. Can we get a little theme? It's time Jimmy, 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 for the Jimmy thing. Nice, very nice, guys. All right, so the Jimmy thing this week is entitled "A Worthy Cause." Last week, as I went through all the picks from the Crunch Games, I came across a pick that Carl took at the EC Glass versus Rustburg game. I knew from the smile on the young man's face that there was a story there, but with the busyness of getting stuff done, I did not take the time to ask Carl about the pick. But the good Lord on Thursday brought it back to my attention when I saw a similar picture on Twitter. The young man's name is Jamari Hubbard. He is a 14-year-old freshman who spends Friday nights on the EC Glass Hilltopper sideline directing the work of players on the field. Jamari, who has cerebral palsy, is faithfully there when the lights come on on Friday evenings, taking in every play from the sideline. Jamari's dad, Marty, 
grew up playing football and remembers playing in the same stadium he and Jamari frequent on Fridays this year. Jamari was diagnosed with cerebral palsy as a baby. Marty Hubbard recently said of his son after, after school habits that he believes Jamari watches Huddle probably more than some of the football players. Jamari enjoys watching the area's best athletes and teams as well as some of the nation's best players. Jamari also loves the Dallas Cowboys. From some of his clothing to his room, which is decked out in a Dallas theme, he wants to see an NFL game. A trip to Dallas would be ideal, given his love for the Cowboys, in spite of his dad's uh, devotion to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> a GoFundMe page has been set up to help do this. So it really is for a worthy cause. And that's my Jimmy thing. So thanks to my sponsor, which is Bellasinos. You can visit them in Roanoke and Delville. And I would also give a shout out to the News in Advance where I uh, came across this. And I would encourage you to go to the News in Advance to uh, read the full article about Jamari. And uh, I think it would be a great thing if he gets to go see the Dallas Cowboys yeah. in the year of 2022. So that's what the GoFundMe page is set up. And, and that's my Jimmy thing. Look at that. That's fantastic. Smart young man. Yeah. Do you remember the picture, Smart Carl? Man. Yeah, you remember yeah, the picture? What, yeah. a, what a big smile. And yep. he's yeah. so glad to be there. And his dad was so proud. And pretty cool to to see that. Uh, you know, of course, I always worry, you know. I mean, sometimes on those, you know, those sidelines, I mean, they come hard. Yeah. I mean, they're and, they're and, at you. And, uh, his dad's right there, though. And, yeah. And, right. And I was going to say in the article, uh, uh, Coach Woody made reference to, he said, if I make a good play, I like to see Jamari. But if I make a bad call for a play, he said I try to avoid him because <laughs> it sounds like he's uh, he's quite a weapon to have. And I'm sure uh, Jamari is checking out Huddle for the LCA game next week. I'm sure. There you I, go. I got a feeling yeah. who he might pick. Yeah. <laughs> I know who Jamari picks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no question about that. There yeah. we go. All right, so five things you need to know about high school football this week. Uh, the first one, blood is thicker thicker than water. I've never witnessed this before. Three captains for um, Taswell, all with the same last name. Really? That? Yeah. Okay. It was Jared Mullins, Jacob Mullins, and Reese Mullins. Now, I don't know if they're all brothers or if they're cousins or whatever, but it was pretty cool to have, you know, them all three out there representing Taswell at the, you know, at the start of the game. And I will say, Jared Mullins, you know, keep your uh, – Hopes and prayers for him. He he's the one that got hurt during the game, and they they carted off. and And we'll have to check back and make sure he's okay. But um, he really took a, a a shot across the middle down at the goal line, and a great player. Um, but um, but I thought that was interesting. All, all Mullins out there on the uh, look at uh, that, you know, on the logo uh, before the game. Number four, district district domination. Oscar Smith beat Western Branch forty eight to nothing this uh, Friday to win the Southeastern District for the 15th time in 16 years. Wow. Come on, Look man. That's that. that's not fair. That's I mean, awesome. that's, you know. Uh, number three, the York Falcons. I, I, I like the name. <laughs> the York Falcons. <laughs> okay. Running back, defensive back. Jordan Lennon had 222 yards and two TDs. And the game-winning 60-yard pick six on the game's final play over previously unbeaten Warhill. Okay. Wow. Now next week they play eight and one Lafayette. Right. 
the state champs uh, from last year. Yeah, defending state champs. So they've got their work cut out for him. But I wanted to call out Lennon. What a a great uh, effort and a great for him and and the York Falcons looking pretty good. Uh, Number two, five OTs. I keep talking about this. Hats off to Taswell and Fort Chiswell. Five OTs. Never took a playoff. Uh, at one point, there were four consecutive interceptions in overtime. Yeah. They just kept trying to just close the other one out, and the D-backs just kept stepping up. One, A linebacker picked off a pass. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth. There was a blocked PAT that could have won it for Fort Chiswell. There was a missed PAT by Fort Chiswell that just kind of sailed off uh, to the left. We had an offensive pass interference against... Um, uh, Taswell, there's no quit. The, the, there was a, it was a whole nother game in overtime. Sure. Uh, so everybody got their money's worth and, and it was in the rain, you know, it started raining by then. It was just a great high school, uh, football game. And then let me call out a Fox shooter. Um, so Glenver, we talked about Glenver freshman quarterback, Eli Taylor's TD pass to Dagan Williams in the last few seconds to win 23, 21 over, um, over Radford, but Ryan Moya, uh, with Fox, my buddy, he got, I mean, what a great job. He got the whole thing. If you go out on Twitter, you can see it. Just a great job, Ryan. I mean, I see him in a lot of the games. And, and you know, it, th- there's a real talent to getting in the right spot. Jimmy and I talk about it all the time when we're shooting games. Sure. You know, as a photographer, you know, you want to try to make the tackle. You want to try to get to where the ball's coming, or you want to try to get in a spot where you can get the shot. Right. And uh, Ryan got the shot uh, for Fox. Way to go, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. All right. So, uh, the grade eight. Yes, the debate. Uh, here we go. Uh, before, before we start, oh, okay, okay. Uh, Dagan Williams was yes. the young man that caught that pass last yeah. night. So, big shout out to him. I know we've been talking a lot about Eli. Number seven. And what he did, but Dagan Williams was the young man that and caught that ball. he's a senior. Ball. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I tell you, if that ball goes up, it's his. It is. I mean, yeah. he, he he is a an aggressive player, and nice job. Yeah, good call out there, Coach. All right, last week, I'm just going to tell you, last week's grade eight, for me, number eight was Hidden Valley, seven was Patrick Henry, six was Christiansburg, five EC Glass, four Brookville, three Heritage, two Salem, and number one LCA. And one and two, to me, are almost interchangeable. Right. Almost. Almost. Uh, <laughs> all right, this week, breaking in, to my eight, my okay. grade eight, number eight is Glenver. Okay. So Glenver's in there. Number seven, Patrick Henry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number six for me, dropping a little bit, Brookville. Okay. Number five, Christiansburg moves up a spot for me. Number four, Easty Glass, right there, you know, right on the, the cusp. Okay. Number three's Heritage. Brad Bradley, you can't, you know, I, I'm telling you, keep your eye on Heritage. Right. And then two, Salem, one, LCA. So that's where I'm at. You know, it's hard. These guys don't move a lot. As they you don't. Part, they part don't. Of the year. Coach, what do you got? What, what you complaint know, do you have? With the, <laughs> a complaint. The complaint department here. Okay, look, let's go to number eight. Clearly, I can see Hidden Valley. And, and we talked about this earlier in the season for the simple fact of this is starting to get into the stretch that we kind of thought that Hidden Valley would run into some tougher teams. Sure. And, you, you know, I I think I made reference at one time we could see them finishing maybe seven and three this year, mm-hmm. uh, still going to the playoffs. But it's it's a tough, you know, real tough schedule there at the end. So I can see them dropping out. Ph, uh, look, Ph got back on the winning ways last night, so we saw that. 
Uh, Christiansburg is Christiansburg. They're eight and one. You can't argue with them. EC Glass is EC Glass. Uh, Brookville, got to drop Brookville down. Uh, the rest, uh, EC Glass, uh, Heritage, Salem, you know, I'm still, how you are not giving love to the Red Raiders is just. I, yeah, I know. I, I'm driving me North nuts Cross here. Is not in let's, there. let's hear it. Yeah, well, no. I mean, we no. said the la- it said it last week. So, yeah, I, I don't think know. you got to put them in there. Okay, I don't know. Who are you if, taking out? I, I got to take Glenver out right now. You're taking Glenver out. Who yep. are you taking out, Jimmy? Yeah, that's, that's fine. I would. You know, I would take uh, yeah. I would take one of those crunch teams. Out. I would take one of the crunch teams, and it's nothing against Coach Clifford and the no, guys. I I just think that you know, right now the Red Raiders are putting together a really good season. Got to give them some love and respect. So I don't even know if I I think I have them even up like in the sixth spot, in the five spot, somewhere up in there. I think you know with what North Cross is doing right now, but yeah, you and know, we uh we we got to see them on Thursday as they played Hargrave. Yeah, so, and yeah. you know they're. They're a tough team. They are. Yep, tough what team. I, what I don't understand about coaches is, you know, he picks Glass over LCA, but he's got LCA one and Glass, what, four or five? I, well, now, look, LCA <laughs> is still the cream of the crop. Oh, okay. We we right. know that wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. Are we hold talking on. about food or what? Uh, sorry. No, 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 corn. I know yeah. you like to talk corn, Jimmy. But, uh, we're, uh, but no, they're still the team to beat. Oh, but um, I th- but I think right now, if there is a team to reach up and get them, I really feel like it's the Hilltoppers. I, I think EC Glass, like I said, I think that Heritage game bothered them a little bit, and they and they didn't get blown out by Heritage. That was the thing. It was forty nine forty two. This turned right. into a shootout, and this wasn't something that they lost forty nine to nothing. I'm talking forty nine forty two. I really like EC Glass in this game coming up. LCA better have you know their game on, and like you said, they're, they're they can score at will. They they're very good team. They're solid team. We've watched it all season. This is a personal season. I think they need to finish it. They need to finish what they started last week. Absolutely. But I do think on the outside bubble there, let's give some credit to Glenver. I think you you give that credit to Glenver well, you there. Can't have an outside bubble coach. You moved well, no, them no, no. to the top eight. No, no. But they're on the bubble coming okay. in. All right, all right. But okay. but I also think you need to take a look down here uh, at a. Uh, Lord Botetot. I think Lord Botetot's I think Lord Botetot's in a position. Yeah, right now of stepping into the grade eight here. Um but looking through the area, I I don't want to take anything away from Botetot. Botetot has played, you know, some solid teams this year. They've had, you know, a few weeks where they couldn't play teams and to start putting together the you know, we're starting to see the Lord Botetot we thought we would see this right. year. At the right time. For At Lord the right Botetot. time, right. So Lord Botetot may ruin somebody's day here extremely yeah. fast if we don't watch Lord Botetot. But I'm impressed with what Lord Botetot's been putting together. I'm impressed with what Glenver. You know, this was a good game last night with Radford and Glenver. Yes. this could a good team. Yes. This could have been anybody's game last night. And with four seconds to go... You know, you nobody drew this up this way last night. If you'd have told me that a freshman's going to throw, a, you know, a touchdown with four seconds to go to beat Radford, mm. I probably would have said you're crazy. A freshman's not going to do this. And but we watched a good game last night, and this young man did that. But I, but I think you've got the players in there, LCA, and you know, and look, don't overlook Salem. From what I understand, they're a pretty good team too. You know, and so I think we've heard that. we've yeah, heard yeah. that quite a bit. And, but no, Salem, Salem handled their business last night. PH got back on the winning way. Christiansburg's doing what they're doing. Um, the only one I really think took that hiccup last night was Brookville, and I think they just got caught by an extremely good, you know, EC Glass team last night. But I gotta, 
I got to move the Red Raiders. I got a feeling I'm going to get a hat next week. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I got to move the Red Raiders into this just like I did last week. And, Carl, you got to give some love to the Raiders. You know what? Uh, what was that? What was the guy in Fat Albert that had the hat that he pulled over his head that had the eyes cut out? Yeah. Coach is going to be wearing that next week. If, if, if LCA. It was it Arnold or whatever his name is? Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. what his name was. That'll be Coach's hat next week. Yes. Uh, possibly. Know. Come but, on down. Uh, we, we'll see. All right, let's talk a little college football before we have to get off here. So, you know, we already mentioned Virginia Tech at Georgia Tech at noon and UVA at BYU tonight. Yep, late game tonight. Yes. I mean, it's going to, you know, get the candles out because that's a late one. Um, Let me talk about a little bit about uh, the Virginia colleges and universities, uh, who they're playing in the area uh, real quick. Old Dominion's got uh, Louisiana Tech. Uh, Liberty is at UMass, Elon at JMU at 2 p.m. today, Richmond at New Hampshire at 1, William and Mary at Villanova, Virginia Southern at Averett, okay. Hampton at Robert Morris. We got the University of Fort Lauderdale at oh. Lynchburg University. Look at that. How about that? Uh, Shenandoah at Randolph-Macon. That's a good one. We got yep. some crunch kids in that, right. certainly. Um, Guilford at Ferrum. We got Hamden Sydney at the Apprentice School, Washington and Lee at Emory and Henry. Wow. Yeah, look at that. I call those the Ann teams. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Washington and Lee at Emory and Henry. Uh, UVA Wise at Limestone University. Hadn't heard of that before, Limestone University. Uh, Concord at Wheeling. Okay. Uh, University of Charleston at West Virginia. Wesleyan, they actually played on Thursday. I don't, I don't, Coach, do you have a score on that? I couldn't. Find a score on that. We'll see if we can find it before we get off the off the show here. Which which team University is of Charleston at West Virginia Wesleyan. Okay. Um, we got Glenville State over in West Virginia at West Virginia State, Bluefield University at Kentucky Christian. We got University uh, of Louisiana at Monroe at Appalachian State, or as we like to call it, Jimmy. What do you call it? Yeah, the Botetourt yeah, South. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> Lord Botetot South down there at Appalachian State. We got a lot of Botetot players down there, and we're we're glad. Um, some big games uh, here coming up soon. College, we got Georgia at Florida. Number one, Georgia at Florida. That'll be a good one. Number five, Ohio State versus Penn State. Number six, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, for that game you were just talking yes. about, Charleston, West Virginia, Wesleyan. Uh, West Virginia, Wesleyan lost that game uh, 45 to 6. So, Ooh. University of Charleston won 45-6 to six over West Virginia. Thanks, Coach. Yes. Because uh, we've got some kids at University of Charleston and probably at West Virginia Wesleyan, too, but definitely some crunch kids over at uh, at Charleston. Um, Miami at Pitt today, Texas at Baylor, Iowa at Wisconsin, Iowa State at WVU. Okay. My Mountaineers. Yeah. Uh, we got, that'll be, a, I hope it's a good game. Good that's, game. that's a tough game. Kentucky at Mississippi State was one that caught my eye as well. Let me go through the top 25 here real quick, because I know you guys like to hear that. Okay. Uh, Georgia's number one. Number two is Cincinnati. Look at that. Number three, Alabama. Claw their way back yeah. into the four. But they do. Uh, number four is Oklahoma. Just outside of four is uh, number five, Ohio State. Number six, Michigan. Yeah. If they keep winning, that last game's going to be, that Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be for all the marbles. Yeah. Uh, number seven's Oregon. Right. Eight's Michigan State. Nine is Iowa. A lot of Big Ten teams climbing up here in the top ten. Uh, number ten is Ole Miss. Eleven's Notre Dame. Twelve is Kentucky. 
13 is Wake Forest. 14, Texas A&M, the team that knocked off Alabama earlier this year. Number 15, Oklahoma State just lost a tough one last week uh, to Iowa State. Number 16 is Baylor. 17, Pittsburgh. 18 is Auburn. 19 is SMU. Number 20 is Penn State. Number 21, San Diego State. Uh, 22 is Iowa State. Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio is 23. Coastal Carolina, we've got a few kids down there at number 24. And 25 is BYU, Coach. Look at that. Now, Virginia gets two ranked teams here the next couple weeks. So this should be interesting to see what UVA does uh, here in the next couple weeks. Uh, Real quick. Yeah. A couple things. Todd McShay brought his mock draft out yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> and the first quarterback that he has going in the draft, that he, in his opinion, that should be taken in the draft, uh, Malik Willis. Wow. Out of Liberty. He Todd McShay says he is the best prospect in the country. If you're looking for a quarterback, that's where you need to go. How about that? So that's you know that speaks highly there. Uh, the Heisman race is getting interesting right now. And uh, Travion Henderson is now worked himself into the conversation. Yeah, Hopewell. We've seen this kid before. We know what he can do. And also, JMU yesterday, the Board of Visitors uh, met yesterday to vote uh, JMU into the Sunbelt Conference. The vote was approved. It now has to go before the General Assembly here in the state of Virginia. They've got to work out some logistics on student activity fees and things like that. So now it goes to the General Assembly. Once the General Assembly figures out what they want to do and passes that, it then looks like there's a clear road for JMU to become a member of the Sunbelt Conference. Wow. Yeah. So not bad at all there. That's big. Yeah. That's huge news here in the state of Virginia. We've, we're going to have, it looks like, you know, coming up, a lot of D1 schools in the state of Virginia representing us extremely well. And conferences. Well, JMU, I mean, that's been a great program for a number of years. Yes. I mean, ask Virginia Tech a few years back. They came down and, and beat them. Sure. Um, so, and then we've got a lot of kids. We do. That play at JMU. Yes. So we always think about our kids, our crunch kids. Right. You know, they're still our kids. Right. Well, they're crunch grown men, kids. but, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're playing at different, uh, you know, different colleges around the country. and. Here in Virginia, and we like to, you know, we like to love on them and talk sure. about them. Well, you know, we were started looking at some of the numbers, and you, you know, you try to find an avenue of why JMU might go into the Sun Belt. And when you look at some of the teams like the Coastal Carolinas and the Appalachian States and things like that, you start looking at the number of fans coming in. And right now, if JMU was one of the teams in the Sun Belt, their fan base would be like number three wow. in the Sun Belt from the number of fans that roll in to see JMU. But again, th- they're winners. You yeah. know, that's the thing. And, you know, that's the thing <coughs> there. And also, big shout out to uh, Scott Wackenham up at yeah. VMI. Boy, they've got it really rolling up at VMI right now. And, you know, Hunter Rice, mm. we're starting to see him make a, a name. Time. Yeah. Starting to see him make a name for himself hey, there. I, I saw a, a, a photo of of Hunter out on, I guess it may have been on Twitter. But okay, man, I mean, I thought he was big at Botetourt. Yeah, but baby, he was. Man, he was something else right. when I saw that photo. I yeah. had to pause and look and it's that military training. Him. Yeah, what, what's his haircut look like? Because he used to have that long hair. Yeah, well, you know what his hair <laughs> looks like. <laughs> no more. They no all more. have a similar haircut. Yeah. There, so yeah, yeah. but uh, I think he had a game the other day with like three touchdowns in it. Yeah. And, no, he's he's really doing well there. But VMI, 
And he's getting to play with his brother, which yes, is, you know, kicker. What, that's yep. great. That's yeah, great. Yeah, no, his brother had like that. three field goals the other day against Chattanooga. So it's like they're they're really doing something, and it's always good. Like you were talking about the Mullins kids. We don't know if they're related. I'm sure they're related in some yeah, form yeah. or fashion. But it's always good when you have the opportunity to sit there and say, you know, hey, I got to play three, four years with my brothers. And mm-hmm. Would you say VMI's throwing rice? Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, just a little bit. Bring a little rice to the game with you. You can right. tell we're getting hungry. <laughs> All right, here we go. So uh, I want to talk a little bit real quick. I'm going to go through the classes uh, in high school. I'm going to go back to that real quick since we have okay. a few minutes. Uh, just uh, the top tens in the different classes, uh, one through six. So six. Let me just, uh, I'll just go through it quickly. One's Robinson, two's Battlefield, three's James Madison, four is South County, five is Oscar Smith, six, Lake Braddock, seven, West Springfield, eight's Patriot, nine is Freedom, um, Prince William, and then number 10 is Thomas Dale. So that's Franklin County's right. lane right there. Yeah. Uh, class five, we've got Stonebridge, number one. God, they're a juggernaut. Green runs, two. Kempsville's three. Mountain View is four. Midlothian's five, Highland Springs, number six, uh, Mari is seven, eight is Salem, Virginia Beach, the other Salem, uh, nine is Massaponics, and ten is Riverbend. So that's Patrick Henry William Fleming's lane. Okay. Right. Number four, number one, Denwitty. Keep your eye on Denwitty. Uh, number two, all the way up to number two, G.W. Danville. Okay. Uh, on the climb. Number three is King George. Four is Western Albemarle hanging in there. Number five is Verina. Nobody's talking about Verina. They drop down right. into four. They're undefeated. Watch out for Verina. Yeah. Number six, Heritage at Loudoun County. We've got number seven, Kettle Run. Eight's Matoka. Uh, number nine, Salem. Right. So Salem's finally starting to catch up, you sure. know, getting their games in. They're number nine. And number 10 is Broad Run. Okay. Uh, class three. Now, we've got some representation here, too. Number one is Phoebus. We talked about them. Number two, LCA. Three is Christiansburg. Four is Heritage out of Lynchburg. Five is Lafayette. Six, Hidden Valley. Number seven's Brookville. Number eight's Abingdon. Number nine's York. Okay. Love that one. Yeah. Number 10's Meridian. So this was before last night. Right. So this is yeah. uh, going into that. Okay. Class two, we've got number one's Graham. Number two's Nottaway. Three's Stewart's Draft. Four, Glenver. Number five is Virginia. Six is Central Woodstock. Seven, or tied for six, at, is Stroudsburg. Number eight is Clark County. Nine is Appomattox. Not getting a lot of respect. No. Uh, and number 10 is King William. I wouldn't bet against Appomattox. No. They're, they're just too tough. But this Graham team looks really good. And then in class one, who do you think is number one? Riverheads? There you go. Oh, I mean, Riverheads might be number one in about four classes. Yes. Uh, number two is Holston. Number three is Essex. Number four is Galax, crunch team. Number five is Giles, okay. crunch team. Number six, Twin Springs. Seven is Chilhowie. Uh, tied for seventh is Central Lunenburg. Number nine is King and Queen. And then number 10 is PH Glade Spring. Nice. How about that? Look at that. That's the way to end it. So, all right. Um, great show today, uh, everyone. Thanks to all you fine people for listening. Couldn't do it without you. You, thanks to all our advertisers, you guys are great. Uh, you make Crunch possible. Without you, there'd certainly be no us. We humbly appreciate all that you you do. Uh, for Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him.
Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and trucks over here at Hazy Toyota. That's right, October is truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has new and used Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.